0: Thank you so much for listening to or coming tuning in to the Kathy Lee Parker Show. Right here with me, I have Bob Tucker. He's an audio engineer. Bob is one of the golden years of digital audio revolution. He merged both technical and musical skills together. Welcome, Bob, to Hi, my how show. Going? Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today.
1: My pleasure.
0: And um, we're going to play one of your music, which I really, really like. You, I, I like a lot of your stuff that you pl- have here that you sent over to me. And uh, let's see which one I'm going to play, just like I told you. And we're going to play it right now.
1: Okay, great.
0: Here we go. Show me
2: what your love can be. So I can see the light for myself. Just like I'm talking now
0: That is Just Like I Told You by The Temptations. That is really a good song. I really, really like that.
1: Well, great. Uh, uh, Written by uh, uh, the producer, uh, um, Isaiah Gamboa. I can't remember if he co-wrote it with Otis or not. I can't remember the, but it was an Isaiah song. Mm -hmm. And he was, uh, he was uh, I met him on a previous record we did with Richard Perry with the temptations, and they brought him over on that and, um, I was really lucky because um we had been trying really hard with the temptations to like bring him back. you know, it was like a and we and we got nothing but resistance from Motown really? and uh, they were like, oh, it's a catalog act. they would never put any promotion in it. and then finally, um, the CEO changed over and it was this guy named Kadar. And he just he just had his heart into it. He he wanted to, to really make a, a comeback with The Temptations. And that was the record um, uh, that we came up with, which was called Phoenix Rising. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was 1999. And it turned out to sell uh, more records than they had ever sold. Really? Yeah, and it had a lot. To, I know it's, I, I found that out looking on a wiki page one day. Uh and um i was lucky to play the guitar on it too because um i was we were working on the record and and isaiah says to me he says uh hey i'm looking for a guy that can like play nylon string and like you know like kind of like flamenco and i go oh i go i do that (laughs) and he goes oh really so he says okay go get your guitar so i I lived around the corner from the studio and so i i I, I ran home i got my my uh my little Costa Rican guitar from the sixties and I auditioned and I showed him my ideas for the song and he went, okay, you're on there, uh, come in in the morning and we'll put it on there. So, uh, that's how I got on that record. I just spoke up, you know, Uh you're
0: at the right time in the right place.
1: Exactly. And I, you know, and when you're engineering with, for the temptations, you, it's hard to cross roles. Like, you know, my job is to engineer, Mm-hmm. But I had been working with them so long and I rarely spoke up about anything. So when I did, they always like, oh, Bob's got something to say. So let's listen to him," you know, wow. and it turned out to work out really well. Uh, I played on uh, two songs on the record and then I played on two songs uh, on the next record, uh-huh. which we won a Grammy for. Uh huh. So, so yeah, it was all good. But it took, it took us nine years to do that. Wow. We, yeah, we did. We did put a lot of work. I worked started with the years? Temptations in um, nineteen
0: ninety. Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, and I met them working on a, a George Carlin movie.
0: Mhm.
1: And and they were like our, uh, you know, they had the title song of the movie. It was called Working Trash. Wow. So um, it was just a made-for-TV movie. That's when I first met them, and uh, we got along really good. And I got to work on the, uh, uh, you know, and almost every every record they've done up to about 2004 i think was the last record i did
0: with them
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know wow I, yeah well, they're, they're really a fantastic group
0: yeah um that's the temptation from please forgive me the movie that i saw the originals and yes and then the ones that stayed on you helped work with yeah that was just i i love the temptations so I grew up with well
1: them. there's there's always like this argument like like because uh, uh you know people break off from the temptation uh and and kind of have their own version of it but uh, Otis Williams was the founding member of it uh it's basically his brand him and Melvin Franklin and you know Melvin's no longer with us um uh, uh and I've seen you know like Ollie Woodson passed as well he was uh, uh, on the record uh prior to this he died from uh, throat cancer which was a a big loss to the musical world yes um, so yeah, so the lead singer on that that's Terry Weeks, uh-huh. and Terry was like one of Otis's discoveries, and we had uh, uh, done a record called For Lovers Only on uh, Motown,
3: uh-huh.
1: and uh, um, it was it was a great record. Terry did an amazing job, and so what happened was Terry was like a sub in the Temptations, and he would go on the road with them and sing like from the back, from what I heard, uh-huh. and then finally because he's like this young guy, <laughs> you know. And everybody thinks of the Temptations as an older group and so finally i mean he's such a wonderful talent he's he's just an amazing singer and uh, uh finally they just put him in the band
3: uh-huh.
1: when Ollie when all he, uh passed they you know he just became a, uh he took all these plays
0: uh-huh
1: yeah so, uh, anyway i've always been impressed with him he's uh, like a one take kind of guy he just he knocks that stuff out you know
0: yeah It's beautiful. It was when I you sent me this stuff over, and I said, "Temptations," I didn't even know they were around still. You know, I. But I, I, I guess I love the movie, and then I remember in the '70s. You know, forgive me, I'm an an older, you know, person, so I grew up with the '70s, and I remember the Temptations and Gladys Knight, and you know, all those fun people. Yeah, Diana Ross. Yeah, I never Ross. worked with Gladys
1: Knight. I never worked with Gladys Knight, but a, a, a lot of the same band members jump between Gladys Knight. Like uh, Ben Wright was uh, Gladys Knight's uh, musical director, and he had uh, done a lot of records with the Temptations, and was one of the main uh, Temptations producers on records after these two records. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it's it's kind of this. Uh, the Motown crews are kind of very tight knit. A uh-huh. group of people you know uh, yeah um, they all kind of know each other you know
0: what about diana ross have you ever met her
1: no i ne- i never met uh, uh, diana ross i did uh work on a, a remix in um for a, a, a european remix for her uh-huh. who was producing it was uh it's right on the tip of my tongue. Well, I can't remember her name. But
0: anyway, true. let me tell you a little story about Diana Ross. I was working at, this is in the 70s. I was a young girl and I had a little part-time job. And I was working at a company called, it was a department store called Two Guys. And apparently her sister lived in Jersey, the south part of Jersey. And sure enough, she walked in. She, I heard she always came into the store with her sisters. And, um, and sure enough, there she was right across from me. And I'll never wow. forget I was that close to her she's beautiful oh my gosh she's gorgeous and so was her sisters too and um, um I was told later that was Diana Ross and I remember she winked at me,
3: <laughs> now, me the, now the smile. guy that
1: owned the studio we worked at uh, uh um, one of the Supremes was his wife or wow. his, his, his ex-wife so that was part of the whole Motown thing you know it was like we, we we had a lot of people from Motown, um, that's we had so uh, Norman cool. Whitfield, uh-huh. a, 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 we had uh, um, Eddie Levert, Gerald Levert, um, over the years, we had, a, you know, a lot of those types of groups, uh, 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 let, me, let me see, I remember. anyway, um, so I was kind of a Motown guy, I was like the, the 90s Motown guy.
0: Yeah, really, that's so yeah. cool, that's yeah. cool, that's cool, Bob, and uh I, I was impressed with your, uh, I'm sure that you said it over. You said, this is a short bio. I'm like, uh-huh. It was like three pages long. And I'm like. Oh, was? <laughs> oh, I don't
1: know. This is short bio. And sorry. It's,
0: it's four pages. And I thought, this is short. I hate to say what the long was. But uh, you have done so well. Yes, you are uh, the golden ear of digital audio revolution and you also merge both technical and musical skills. That's, that's not easy. Well, it's
1: it's, the one thing about people in the music business is you you don't just fall into the music business. I I started playing guitar when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I studied guitar seriously. I took, you know, I went to college, studied music. I took a billion lessons (laughs) and I'm still obsessed with the guitar. If you ask anybody that really knows me. So most, so like I, made a choice in the 80s i wanted to be in the studio and and i was spending money like crazy to be in the studio and and it was and it, so i finally found a studio that needed a partner so i just i just made a leap and i uh just sat there doing sessions just to keep the doors open mm-hmm. and after a few years you know I uh, one of the first um stars that i worked with was a uh, thelma houston mm-hmm. and uh, so it just started to kind of pick up steam i started getting a few movies uh, of course i had a few of my own groups we were always trying to get signed and so i always kind of had the guitar thing going but uh, back then you're, you you really didn't you, you didn't cross cross uh, uh the line so much because people if you were going to engineer for somebody remember it was tape machines there was very few computers there was MIDI computers that was about it and so your role was was very specified.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, so so like people really didn't want a guy that could do everything. They wanted a guy that could engineer. So, so you, you, you kind of like when you took that job, you just, you wore that hat. That's what you did. You don't, you don't say, oh, by the way, I play five instruments and I can read music. You know, <laughs> you just say, hey, I'm here to make your record. So what happens is though your ear comes into play because you have the training, and the background of, of being a musician and as an engineer now you fast forward to now it's like commonplace uh, engineers produce engineers play producers do their own engineering and it's kind of a natural progression to go from a uh, musician engineer producer songwriter i mean there's different ways that it evolves for, for you know whoever you are whoever you happen to be uh-huh. but uh back then it was back then it was like um like like the studio owner uh trevor lawrence he would he would tell me don't tell people you play guitar <laughs> really yeah don't tell people you play guitar because he <laughs> thought he was afraid of like um like uh, uh the, the like there's this confusion is well are you a guitar player or are you an engineer you know so anyways i went along with it but then about in the late 90s there was just kind of a demand for what i did and like so, I mean, as far as guitar goes, mm-hmm. so I, I got a gig, um, EMI Publishing booked out our studio for like three months because they were building a new place down in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And so we, so the, all the writers were in our studio. And same kind of thing happened where, where uh, one of the writers was like, hey, I'm looking for a guy who plays guitar like this. And I picked up the guitar. And I started playing for him. And he goes, OK, this it sounds like you can do it. And I, I ended up playing on hundreds and hundreds of demos for him. Mm-hmm. just oh, just by like I say just but just by by just showing them what I could do you know and uh so anyway so that's that's kind of how where I'm at now is like 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 uh uh producing developing artists and uh uh you know like joe like joe taylor he, he's but he's uh my hottest male singer that I have going now
0: yeah so he's I, I watched him grow in the business he's been on my show a couple times for the past two years, and you know he's followed me from station. I was on a radio station, and then now I'm doing my own podcast, which is different. But anyway, sure. which is fun. It's it's. Don't get me wrong. It's also fun. And uh, if, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I watched him grow, and I remember him talking about you a couple oh. times. And uh, I think I got introduced to you really quickly on one of the networks out there. But. That was a while ago, and there was somebody else, too. Um, he's out of France. What's his name? Eugene. Um,
1: oh, you're about Gene. Jean, Jean,
0: uh, Jean, uh, yeah. Eugene. Yeah, he's a conductor. Great. Really does beautiful music, too, and I was impressed with that. And I, I heard about you, so I thought, I'm going to track him down. So here you are on my show. So I'm really excited, and you send me over a four page mini um bio of yourself I'm like I'm just kind of
1: credits too you know I had this publicist that was working for me and he put that it's it's an old bio you know so he and, and and it was always dry so I always told him like oh man can you make it a little Little
0: fire a little put a little fire into it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I but I was impressed. I heard about you and yes, there is the work behind music and it's the auto engineers. People don't realize all that music, especially with television and the right. movies and you know, I was impressed with some of the things that you did on some movies like Doctor Doolittle, Waterboy, right. Wanna Right, Wanna Want A Woman Once. What a Woman Wants, and About the Rise and Dance, something there, big. I don't have my glasses right, on. Right,
1: those are like my film things. Um, yeah, in What Women Want, we did the, the Temptations did the segment, uh, uh, that's thanks to Richard Perry. Richard Perry pulled that off. Um, uh-huh. The tune we did in What a Woman Want is, uh, you have it in front of me, but hang on. I'm trying to, remember. as a standard, um uh, 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 uh it'll come to me in a second but okay. anyway so that yeah that was a richard perry deal and uh, richard produced that cut and uh um it was it was kind of the precursor for the uh a uh, uh, great american songbook uh-huh. richard uh, had the same concept he was putting together and we and, he, and his original concept was he was going to have the temptations do it and uh but then i think what happened as time went by uh, uh, the project got a little tedious and like, and and so the temps were kind of out and Mm -hmm. then Rod Stewart's like his best buddy. So, so Rod Stewart ended up getting the the gig for the Great American Songbook. So the song from that movie was kind of the precursor to that Mm -hmm. whole uh, movement that Rich put together. Mm
0: -hmm. Cool. Well, I want to play something that's pretty, he told me that's really pretty popular out there. And it's something that you did. It's called the Pure Pour, pour a, little, a Little Liquor. Yes, Pour a Little Liquor. Yeah, we got to do that one.
1: Okay, great.
0: Let me see. Where do I put that one at? But, yeah, you need to tell me a little bit about that once we're we're done with that song. And, uh, okay, Bob, talk to me about that song.
1: Well, uh, okay, so it, that's uh, a, a Pour out a Little Liquor by Tupac. Um, Shakur from the album Thug Life. I know it's not your cup of tea, but uh, uh, it was also in the uh, the movie Above the Rim, uh-huh. and uh, it was probably it was probably my um, it, it was part of kind of a whole collective what we were doing at the time, which became the Thug Life uh, record, which was kind of uh, Tupac's uh, uh, crew with. Uh, uh, his brother, Rated R, uh, uh, Big Psych. Uh, if you remember everybody's name, is in it. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, um, so it was like the it was like the third. Let me think if it was a it was the third song I'd done for Tupac uh-huh. uh, of the main songs. Cool. So um, uh, I don't know what else to say about that one. I mean, um, I was with him when he wrote it. I recorded everything. Um, to be fair, I, I had a mixing partner at the time, uh, uh, Norman Whitfield Jr. We both mixed, uh, did the mix, uh-huh. and uh, like I say, I was there when he wrote that. I was there when he wrote "Dear Mama," and a lot of his bigger hits, you know, uh, early in his career. When I when I first met Tupac was right after we had mixed um, the remix of uh, his first hit, which was "I Get Around," a, a battle cat track, and um, who's a real prolific producer. And uh, we did a, a, the definitive version of Keep Your Head Up, which was his second hit, um, which uh, ship gold, Got on, uh, God only knows how many it sold by now. But um, uh, so we did, that was before I even met him. Uh, we did mix those two songs and then uh, we were kind of, Norman and I were kind of the, the golden boys, you know, on the on the rap scene. And so they sent Pac and his crew over and uh, pour out a little liquor was one of the, the first songs that we started recording of that whole, that whole thing. Um, I don't know what else to tell you about it. I mean, I have
3: uh-huh.
1: uh, kind of unrelated Tupac stories to the actual music. Um, uh-huh. a few things like with, with Pac that I like, it's very difficult for me to watch the, uh, the documentaries, um, you know, being there for at least for that first period with him he was um he was a an adamant adamant uh writer i mean he was he he he's really he was like a workaholic okay he worked he worked sure friday and saturday night they'd party you know or whatever but um he really had an excellent work ethic he, and and then as as like when i first met him he he wasn't even famous really he had he had just become famous
3: uh-huh.
1: and uh 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 so he I kinda of saw him go through that transition and he and, and he, uh, he you know he's he how would you say it he he began to realize how important he was. So wow. he took it he took his writing really seriously uh-huh. and how it was affecting uh in his own words, say, my people. You know, so like so he you know so so he really wrote from his heart and he was very uh, sincere in everything that he said like you know that song's kind of a dark song because he's talking about his friends that he, he lost okay. you know um where keep your head up was more uh it was singing to his uh mother to keep you know like for for her to order you know, dear mama too was the same kind of thing to to always you know he was always like trying to uplift people through through his work it wasn't always just dark and gangster you know he was like uh uh really trying to, you know, uh, he was emerging as like a, a kind of leader, you know, and he had, he had viewpoints, you know, and you got to know him pretty well. Um, you know, he was created, they were criticized for the uh, the language, you know, that they would use and, and uh, he told me that he, he founded um, how would he say it? he, he was kind of confused, because he's like, well, look at the language they use in movies. Like, you know, what's the difference? Uh-huh. You know, and uh so anyway um so i, so I kind of saw him go through that transition you know and he was he was a pretty good-hearted fellow he was a, he was a little bit of a hothead but but uh um you know he pretty much kept it in check he was just you know all about his business he liked to have fun you know
0: mm-hmm. well that's good that's yeah. really cool well bob hold on for a second because we're gonna go into a commercial break so okay. everyone hold on for a second and we'll be right back.
1: Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of Math Beast eq I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 385-515-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life.
2: hi my name is drusilla i am the founder and owner of drusilla's closet i've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen the system also works great in various parts of your home and garage also in my closet i have unique furniture art and decor you can find us on facebook drusilla's closet or call at 435-224-9266 Hey, this is Rocktop Construction. Rocktop is a family-owned business based out of Utah. We specialize in replacing worn or storm-damaged roofs and understand how to assist homeowners with property claims. For a reliable service and the best value on a quality and energy-efficient roof, call Rocktop Construction at 801-567-1234. We have an A+ rating from the Better Business Bureau. Again, that's 801 five six seven one two three four to find out more about
1: how we can protect your home
0: i'm sitting here with bob tucker he's an audio engineer with all that fun music behind the scenes and also with music with music as well as movies so bob talk to me about i'm going to play another song a woman a man who who likes to drink a man who likes to drink so i mean i listened and it was it was it was pretty good it was a woman singing it so tell me a little about that before i play that how's that sound okay.
1: so uh, uh this is an unreleased track uh, uh with jane getz mm-hmm. uh jane is uh, my business partner uh, for the past 20 years um we do uh productions together um she's a uh She's a a child prodigy who, who in the 60s, um, she'll hate it that I said that, but uh, she started uh, uh, in the jazz world. She's recorded with Ringo Starr, Harry Mm -hmm. Nielsen, the
0: Bee Gees.
1: um, Let's see. uh,
0: uh, A few of the others out there. I'm sorry? A few of the other, the Bee Gees, yeah. Was it the Bee Gees or Andy? Give what's it called? What's yeah, his- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She's on one B.G.'s album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, my 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 mind is slipping. So,
0: um, uh, uh well, let's play. <laughs> let's play this song, and you can tell me more. Sure. Okay. Here we go. A man who, a man who likes to drink. It's coming. Well, it's giving me a little trouble here, the computer, but anyway, it's coming. But tell me, you know, more about, so, so it's a woman, she's a beautiful voice, by the way, and, uh, uh, I was really impressed with the song. Oh, yeah, I, was, I, I
1: remember now, I remember now, it's here Harry she Nielsen. is, she's on the Terry Nielsen album. Here she is, she's singing right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, really, now. Okay, okay, she's playing right now. I'm Okay, Bob Tucker, tell me about that music as well. And also, too, let everybody out there know that um, all this music is copyrighted by you, right? Oh, yeah. uh, Because uh, I'm getting notice here from Podbean that it's illegal for copyright music. And I'm thinking illegal. And I know this is all copyright because you put it together.
1: uh, Yeah, everything's together.
0: Okay, just make sure you say that loud and clear because they're sending me pop has notified me The justice of national review or whatever, and they're saying that the the music that I'm playing is illegal. It's not. Well, the only one
1: I don't I don't have control of is is,
0: uh, Tupac, Tupac, okay, did we just play that one? I'm sorry, did we just play that one? yeah. you need the pure oh, okay because i just don't want to get in trouble here but um, oh, they,
1: they won't care no that's
0: flashing right here on my screen and i'm like oh my gosh so they're telling me i'm violating the rights and all this other stuff for music
1: oh i'm sorry i was just trying to tell the story
0: yeah yeah that's I understand that. I don't think Pop Beans. Pop Beans is overseas anyway. It's not here in the United States. So um, in the USA. So, um, but anyway. But just wanted to let everybody know that, you know, everything is through. You know, the copyrights that I got from um, Bob Tucker. So, but anyway. But that one that we just played was beautiful. The um, a man who likes to drink. And uh, tell me about the artist again a little bit more.
1: Oh, that's that's Jane Getz. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a, a, a an artist in her own right. She produces other artists, and she writes and and uh, um, she's my studio partner. She plays piano mm-hmm. and uh, uh, um, uh, composes songs, and uh, you know just work for uh, movies. Yeah. And. Uh, um, Anyway, so we have a, uh, she has two projects she's doing right now. She's doing one with uh joke for They've got a, an EP type of thing they're, they're, uh, uh working on. And then there's another uh, collection of songs we're going to put out with just with, for just Jane here pretty soon. And, and that song's from that new release.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So it's kind of a work in progress. Cause I, I did, uh, 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 I've done some more work on it since then, but I just, that was a mix I had that was kind of cool. So. That's me on the guitar and then playing the bass. It's basically, that's just Jane and I. We did the whole thing. Like yeah. all the music you hear there, that's us.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And uh, well, that's good to know that it's, you know, that's through um, you two and um, it's beautiful. It's really good. And uh, she's done a lot of work as well. You were saying too, you know. Right, she did- yeah,
1: Jane Jane's, uh, has a long history and she's a, um, was a uh she had a a record deal uh, uh with rca back in the day mm-hmm.
3: she's
1: um at the time it was the largest record deal um at the time uh, uh that in history she got like a a large advance for two records and uh, she was going under the name mother hen which i never really liked but you know that's just what a uh uh that's what uh, uh, her uh, producer at the time wanted to put her out as, and she was on RCA records. Uh-huh. And um, she's, like I said, she's recorded. She's on one John Lennon record, two uh, Ringo Starr records, uh, uh, the BG she's on one record, uh, a, a bunch of uh, Harry Nielsen albums. Um, she's on uh, 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 oh a lot of stuff. And now, you know, now she's producing, you know, she's, she's, you know, we do a lot of stuff together. Uh-huh. And uh, um, She's pretty amazing musician. I mean like like you can almost throw any standard at her and she can play it from memory and know the lyrics of over 500 600 songs. Really? Yeah, it's, yeah no, it's 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 uncanny. She's she's uh, truly an, an amazing musician and people when when you go hear her play the people on the bandstand introduce her as the great Jane Getz.
0: Really?
3: Not
1: just Jane Guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's really something.
0: Wow. She's on a
1: yeah. She plays jazz and uh, uh, but she, she likes to play jazz with cats that are kind of at her level. She's she, she uh, is kind of picky about that, but her passion's really songwriting.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, good. That's good. What do you like to do? I mean, I know you put all this up. Do you ever do any um, writing your yourself on any oh, sure
1: um yeah i've got a lot of stuff i'm working on right now i got a i got I'm kind of transitioning into more writing and 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 playing like uh, all all the guitars you hear except for on the two-part thing Mm -hmm. are me and joe joe on joe's stuff it's you know joe and i but uh uh, joe taylor everything you've heard is that's me on the guitar Mm -hmm. and i do the bass i play the bass it's my second instrument so I, i i i have to work a little harder on that department but uh it comes through
0: so all the music here tonight so far that i played you had a part into it right you played sure. something you played you know everything so yeah i don't know why pod bean is freaking out but you know if you have the rights and you're part of now, the well, group
1: i don't have the rights on the tupac thing and i and i, I uh oh okay yeah i don't have the rights on that i it's just so many people just play stuff, you know. It's like these days. It's I, I didn't know it get you in trouble. So
0: yeah, well, I, I'm sitting here getting a warning.
1: <laughs> well, we could just delete it out of the repeat. Like if, we can just you know when it plays, when it goes into repeat, we can delete it out. Or
0: yeah, something. yeah, we can take it do you out. You know how to do that? Yeah, I, I think so. It's a two part. The two part um, was it that one part with the the little liquor thing, the pure of little. Yeah, work? yeah.
1: Pour out a little liquor. Oh,
0: okay. Okay, well, I didn't know that. So we'll take care of that. So, yeah, um, it's
1: they just have to do that stuff. So, believe me, these, you know, they, those are all my people. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They personally I mean, they, they don't care, but,
0: you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they don't care. I'm sure. I mean, you're so well known that in the industry, I'm like, dang, you got a rap sheet so long. So, and all the people that you worked with and you did their music and you did their, Remember you playing guitar well, and almost everything. Well,
1: well, everything's changing now in the music business. It's it's a different game, you know. Really? Like yeah, it's, it's a whole different game. So so like I, my career is 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 uh, uh, morphing more into uh, uh, like you say writing, uh, producing, and actually being like 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 owning the music,
3: uh-huh.
1: you know, or, or like 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 being a partner in the music, um, you know, at a publishing level or a writing level. So it's it's a good time, you know, and I, I i hear from people that do that uh, you know, are high up in the music business that are really excited about uh what's going on in the music business right now. I'm a little more leery, but uh um uh, because of you know, uh the COVID was a complete drawdown to you know, like any gigs or touring which like crippled us in so many ways.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh,
1: uh like things like, like, like podcasts are getting more popular or whatever. But uh um uh uh right uh, but it's still at the same time in like live streaming it's like yeah you know like I, I i i just don't see it as ever really replacing um you know live performances it's just not it's just not going to do that
0: yeah and it, i can see why too everybody needs to be careful because you don't want to take something from somebody else you know their music or you know well, i did this and i did that but yet you know you have to be very careful these days you know so you don't step on somebody's toes you know
1: Right. and well, I was really more like 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 okay we put in work and we put stuff out and then and and and, and then it's it's kind of like we're singing into a pillow you know it's like there's there's so much out there it's so there's so many people putting music out that uh, um uh uh it's difficult to rise above it all, really? you know. So uh, now there's kind of these, you know, methods that people are doing, you know, with the the live streaming and like having a consistent live streaming output uh, to counter that. Mm-hmm. I just think after COVID, when gigs start going back and tours start happening again, it's gonna it's gonna kind of reset into a more normal uh, mm-hmm. uh, state state, you know. Mm -hmm. as opposed to like right now i mean we don't even you know tech churches are even closed you know
0: right some of them yeah yeah you're right and uh but anyway with the music industry the way it's changing are you you know because i have some artists that you know that i know and some of them have been on my show that's they had to go out and do other stuff to keep themselves busy or they went on you know facebook live or someplace to play their music just to keep things going (laughs) You know, so they don't lose. They keep in touch with their fans and their, you know, everybody right. else out there. So, yeah,
1: it's it, it's they have to constantly be uh, uh transmitting, putting out uh, videos, uh, mm-hmm. impromptu things. It's just kind of commonplace now. Everybody has to do it.
0: Right, right. Now there's two more songs here I would like to play. There's one. It's called it's. A N A Z Kids. That's Anna's kids. Anna kids. Like, okay. Yeah, that's okay.
1: short for Anaheim. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I have it here and we're going to play that. Now now you have the right to play that, right? Because it's, yes, it's, it's it's your copyright. Okay. Here we go. Well, it was coming. I think maybe I got stuck here. So so anyway, um, but that would have been a really good song. I heard that one earlier today. And uh, tell me a little bit about that song until it comes on. Well, um, Anna's Kids, it's uh, produced by- Oh, here by it is. A, a, it's coming. Uh, it's on right now. It's okay. on right now. Here we go.
4: I know they're trying to turn me into something I don't want to be It's hard to trust anyone around me, around me Been on my own for quite a minute, small circle around me I'm making moves like I don't got a plan, big plan. I need a boss life, anyone can see it in me I'm just an Anna's kid trying to break free, break free I want it all, but they never had nothing for me I know that nothing in this life comes free Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me your heart, like, give me a, give me your heart, like Say what you want, like, go ahead, just say what you want, like Can't tell me nothing if you don't know what you're doing yourself Don't be disguised yourself if you're the one that's needing the help tiny, got me rolling Endo-doja, got me going heavy planet cause I love it, watch me gunning 100 something like it's nothing out in public ay. 1, 3, 4, 8, 7, 1, 4 Those are numbers that I know And dead it all inside myself Only place I call home Only place they got my heart Taught me how I can't survive And show me how it would fall apart I know they're trying to turn me into something I don't wanna be It's hard to trust anyone around me, around me. Been on my own for quite a minute Small circle around me I'm making moves like I don't got a plan, I need a boss life, anyone can see it in me. I'm just an Anna's kid trying to break free. I want it all, but they never had nothing for me. I know that nothing in this life comes free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really don't got my mind straight. Good thing I got my heart right. Save those lives for time's sake. Just give me a good time. I can take you places you ain't been in a long time. Rest you with a feeling you ain't never felt in your life. Fuck a middle man, I don't need him. Don't know how I really wanna treat them I'm the type to grind till I get it So all I come with is ether, oh Now you know I don't really care no more If they like me then I know And I'ma probably let it show Been neglected from the rich There was some things I didn't know Now, now I'ma push starting in my Durango And I got an angel, she got plenty anger Told told her she my main one, been down for me since day one I know they're trying to turn me into something I don't want to be It's hard to trust anyone around me, around me Been on my own for quite a minute, small circle around me I'm making moves like I don't got a plan, big, plan, plan. I need the boss life, anyone can see it in me I'm just a Anna's kid trying to break free, break free I want it all, but they never
0: Okay, we got cut off there, but uh, that was pretty good. That was really, really good. So tell me a little bit about that song.
1: Okay, so that's, that's uh, um, Corey, Corey Oz, we call him, uh-huh. and uh, Chase Hines. There's their group, Anna's Kids, uh-huh. and um, they're out of Anaheim. Um, I play guitar for them, and I mix for them. Uh-huh. Um, they're, uh, uh, I've been working with Corey for, oh, over 20 years, 25, 24 years, uh-huh. and this is his new group. He's he's putting out this year, so um, I just thought it was pretty. You know, it's a pretty hot project, so I just wanted to play it because it's kind of current and uh, it's got a nice style. They're they're uh, real good writers, and he's a very uh, I uh, would you say a uh, 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 very I would say he's a very detailed producer. Like he's, he's really got his act together, uh-huh. you know. I spoke to him today to you know make sure he was
0: cool with us playing it, so we're cool with that. Yeah, yeah. So all the artists that we play, they're pretty cool with the music.
1: Yeah, they're all, yeah, that's all good.
0: Yeah, and I know Joe Taylor doesn't care. He he loves my shows and stuff like that. And yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, cleared it, I
0: cleared all that with him. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's a really cool hip. You know, music there, the Ana that, Kids.
1: That's a style they 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 that they call melodic rap now. Yeah. Whereas, like you know, uh, uh, um, so like I I I, I kind of learned that this year because I was submitting some of their earlier stuff for a Grammy, and and uh, um, and I and I found they had a they had a category for melodic rap. So it's kind of like, it, there's like a singing factor to it, but it's still like, you know, has sub tones and, and uh, 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 clacking beats and that silly hi you mm-hmm. know, the tech, 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 that kind of thing, which is real popular now. Cool. Uh, anyway, it's just a project I like, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, I play guitar on there too. So uh, kind of show my stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah sure I I you know is there anything that you have done that when you do like a rehearsal or something that you just forget to you made a mistake or messed up or something and then you have to redo the whole thing all over What do you mean? I don't know when you're in the studio you know putting these music, music oh, we're, together. we're
1: obsessed with we're obsessed it's, it's hard to watch
0: okay <laughs> really so you're yeah, to you TV people
1: coming oh my god <laughs> oh my god you know they like 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 because we really uh, but the, the good part is like once you once you're really up on your game you, you don't quite spend as much time with the uh uh takes as you as you as you used to when well, your first your first time you're really making records and they're getting put out the the obsession level is like it's like it's it's startling. You know really, I mean, I've had people come in. Oh, I want to sit in the studio while you're working. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, uh, I, I think it was uh, um, uh, um, one producer, the uh, uh, he said, uh, producing music is like making sausage, you know, it's like <laughs> you like the results, but you don't want to see how it's done, you know, uh huh well it's like there's very it's it's a very detailed business and also the other thing is so much has been done and accomplished already that to really make a mark now you really have to bring it up to a a a really high level you know there's just there's just no the uh, you you, you can't just like you know i mean there's exceptions you know a nora jones like six of her hits were, were demos i heard uh-huh. And uh, um, I mean, there's exceptions to that. I mean, uh, uh, Billy Eilish, they, uh, her, her brother produced it in a bedroom. I heard her, her stuff, and, the, and those tracks sound great. So the, the technology has put us in a position where it's a great time to make music because you can really, you can really like, like envision your ideas and then work to achieve them. Uh-huh. You know, with a little know-how and and like some. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, with like some really good effort putting it, you know, putting into your music, you'll get good results. Right. You know, right. You know, the, the technology's in our, in our, in our favor. Cool. Cool. So there's not a whole, there's not a whole lot of, of, uh, uh, I mean, most everything we do is really damn good. So I'm kind <laughs> of in that position I and you know, I get all my singers are wonderful. They're just, they're amazing. I've got mm-hmm. Lanita Erickson. I got a new girl, Lisa O'Reilly. And uh, of course, Joe's amazing. Well, um, bring
0: some of your artists onto my show so we can play their music too, even more. Yeah, we will. Send them to me on my way and say, yeah, come on, get on the Kathy Lee Parker show and let's get this thing rolling. I mean, I watched Joe Taylor and Gene come, you know, with their music. And of course, they're two different. You know, he's more of a you know um, music he's more of a you know uh, put it together where Joe plays and sings it you know what I mean so right. yeah I, yeah that's how I met Joe Taylor's through Gene because he got you gotta get on the Kathleen Parker show so yeah everything's came together so but anyway right
1: well Joe Joe is um Joe really impressed me the first time I heard him one of really? the things about Joe is, is that he can get up, can like him. you're talking about perfection and stuff like that. He can get up and perform all of his songs flawlessly by himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's it's startling. Like even sometimes I would go to his gig and we would have like some kind of more complex like rock song. And I think I kind of like, oh, I'll see how he pulls this one off. And man, he does it. It's like and that was a really impressed impressed with me is that that he can really bring his work to the st- to the stage. Mm-hmm. And uh and, and consistently and you know, he's he's just he's just star material that day.
0: Wow. That's cool. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I was really impressed. I'm impressed with the way he keeps growing. You know, he gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So well, but anyway
1: he's got, a, he's got a record that we put together. I, I was lucky to play bass for him um mm-hmm. it's, it's a taylor ross project that's that's coming out soon and then we like the song that we played or, uh, or we're gonna play is mm-hmm. uh one of his new songs that's not released yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah so he, i asked him if, if i could play it and he said okay
0: okay well anyway we'll uh, make the long story short we got another song to play and it's called A man who likes to, no, we play that one, Um, Don't Give Up. And it's by our friend Joe Taylor. So, yeah. So, anyway, let me get that song for you. And uh, um, talk about this song. What what made, this is the first time we're hearing it. And uh, I I got it here someplace. So, tell me a little bit about that song. Tell me what made you guys put this one together.
1: You, well, that's a tough question to ask. Is Joe's the guy to answer that question? I think I think Joe taps into like what's kind of going on in in, in society today. he has got like the song's called "Don't Give Up." You know, it's uh, about perseverance. It's about uh, uh, you know uh, going forward with your dreams. You know, it's about uh, uh, you know uh, not compromising in in your goals. You know, so
0: oh okay 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 well let's we'll just play this one um it's called yeah here we
5: go Love I took from others Left me shaken A victim of circumstance Where would life take me Sleepwalking through my life No one could wake me What was I to do your pride, beat you down. We can all learn in time to be fine.
0: a really good song so tell me a little bit about that song that how, what made you write it don't give up
1: well joe wrote the song joe and jane um are basically the, the writing team i'm and then all three of us are, are our production team
3: mm-hmm.
1: so wow. joe uh puts the music together uh um, what he what he wants to do and then he comes out here and we uh we make the record mm-hmm. so um i picked that song because i like my solo Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. So but Joe has got, Tay- so Joe- got a lot of great songs. So Joe a lot of great songs.
0: So Joe Taylor came out to your studio, and then you guys put that together. Is that yeah correct? yeah?
1: Well, production team.
0: Okay, that's
1: cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, we're his production team, and we're we're really glad to have him. And uh he's coming with some new stuff. Um uh, Like I say, he's putting out this uh, Taylor Ross project first. Um, He's got a, a some more hit, hit type material. It's kind of an archive thing. He'd have to tell you it's just, it's something he's been working on for quite a while, and and we finally put the finishing touches on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so that that's his next uh, album he's putting out, and then this song that we played will be on the the, the next coming album. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, this has been a really good fun time. So, what do you got coming up? And say the next. Ninety days. What do you got coming out?
1: Uh, um, what are you doing, Anita Erickson? Uh huh. Who's a, a, a rock singer? Um, she was a, a, a television personality. She's uh, done uh, one album. Uh, so we have a we have a rock album we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's a. Uh, um, she was known on the, uh, uh, the. She was one of the first women that got involved in sports uh, casting. And uh, um, she's, you know, pretty well known and uh, she used to sing lead with Vixen and uh, uh, we've got one song, Eddie Money on it. Uh So that's, that's, so that's, that's working out. Then I got a a Lisa Aurelie, she's a new, a new girl I just started with, but we should have a single uh, within the next few months. Uh, What else do we have? Jane Getz, Jane Getz and Joe Crummy uh-huh. uh, got a project. And I'm trying to come out with some more stuff of my own. I got a single I'll do with the Conscriptory Pedigo out, out of Nashville. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a track I've had for a while. And, uh, I'm gonna put out some different singles and kind of, uh, kind of my strategy has been to spread out a lot and uh, go into as many genres as possible uh-huh. um, every year. So, uh, just get into more guitar playing and more more uh, uh, like guitar centric stuff and i've got a group called um, raised in purgatory and we're a three-piece uh we're a three-piece rock group so, um we kind of do our own heavy metal and uh, uh it's uh, uh it's a different kind of group uh, and i like to play in the group because i get to wail on the guitar the whole time so <laughs> it's kind of has a shock it was as hard as it is to shock people
3: uh-huh
1: our, our raised in purgatory band has has a shock value uh-huh. so that's kind of a fun thing that, that uh, we've been doing and that's um getting close to where we can actually release it now
0: wow so, oh this is cool so,
1: yeah and the jane Getz stuff is coming real strong of course you know uh uh joe's which i probably forgetting something i'll remember after i hang up uh, that's okay so, uh, but uh yeah I, I, everybody will w- really love to get to get onto your show so if you know i can definitely feed you a steady stream of uh talented people
0: some artists yeah that's what yeah. i need is the artists. well for everybody out there i got offer a television show so i me? know i so i get to do, you know be able to do television as well so i could come out and meet all you guys and but you know, see what my producer has up his sleeve. But yeah, I got an offer, so yep. nothing signed yet. I just got the offer today, and uh, I'm gonna be negotiating a few things. You know, salary and all that stuff, pricing, and what they want me to do. But um, but I think it's gonna be another Kathy Lee Parker show, and it's gonna be on television. So you know, it would probably be cable television, or what do they call it nowadays? Streaming TV, well, but still. Cable streaming
1: television it's all about how big your audience is you know that's it's, it really doesn't matter what platform you're, you're transmitting
0: from yeah but they liked me and they want me to uh I, my voice and my name my voice and my name that's what i get all the time all right. so, cool, well, congratulations <laughs> that's exciting i know i know so a new step in a new direction but anyway um but i want to thank you so much joe tucker for coming on my show and you know, I would like to keep in touch with you, but you know, I like to have you back. So don't okay, be great. afraid to, to come back. Yeah, on my, yeah, don't be afraid to come back on my show, and uh, um, we'll take care of that one music where
1: Podbean yeah, really like. We'll just like. take it off. I mean, okay, we'll usually, there's it. like usually there's like what they call a common uh, a, a common license on, but I guess they tighten it up. You can go on YouTube and play this
0: stuff all day. Yeah, but but I gotta follow the rules, puppy. so I
1: want to make sure. No, I know, I I, I, I (laughs) know.
0: But anyway, but we'll get that all taken care of. And uh, um, it was just one music there, not all. But anyway, but I want to thank you so much for coming on, and, and thank you so much for putting out some really good music for the artists as well as for television. So thank you so much, and uh, hopefully have you back again. How's that sound? Sounds great. Okay, thank you so much. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bob. Bye. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Kathy Lee Parker Show. If you have any questions or concerns, please contact me at the Kathy Lee Parker at live.com. And thank you so much for listening in. Until then, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.